Hello and welcome to today's edition of Chapter by Chapter for The Great Hunt. I am your host, Will Cowan, and with me is my co-host and good friend, Steve. Darmady. Chapter one, baby. We're stepping our fucking toe into this giant, giant pool of the Wheel of Time now. Let's stick my whole foot right in it. I'm going to dive in. I'm going to one-up you by doing the whole thing. Huzzah! Well, I hope you get hurt. But not fatally. <laughs> But close. You need somebody to hold this show together. I wonder, you know, every once in a while, I wonder what this show would be like if it was just you. Can you, can you let's, let's dedicate the next 30 seconds. I wonder that too. Let's dedicate the next 30 seconds to seeing what the show would look like if it was only hosted by Steve. <clears throat> Ready? Let me take you to a world. A world full of ogres, magic, and swords. And we will go into chapter one, the flame, the flame of Tarvalon. I'm going to stop you right the there. About the I'm, I'm going to stop you right there. I love everything that you're doing. I think that was pretty I, good. I love everything that you're I doing. I think it was a lot better. Could you just maybe let me just do this? <laughs> you know what? It's all yours, man. Go for it. Keep the pirate thing up. That's very key to this whole thing. Yeah, well, the flame <laughs> of Tarvalon. <laughs> Is the name of the chapter. Oh, I don't know what's happening. I forgot <laughs> all my choices. My accents are changing. I love it, man. You gotta change. You gotta do a different impression every time you do a chapter. But you know what? No, actually. You gotta grow. You're stuck with you me. Grow. You're stuck with me, man. I'm sorry, but this is... Uh, I'm okay with that. I, I, I'm running this show. Running this, this whole thing. We are in every possible age and timeline. This is what we end up doing eventually. You know, we have our own wheel. We are podcast born. <laughs> No matter what we try to do, eventually we will start talking about average fantasy series, <laughs> yeah, and sci-fi. I'm just kidding. This ain't that fucking. This, this is, is average. This is a, this is cherished by by millions, millions all over the globe. I tell you, it's getting an Amazon show. Yeah, you know that's got to count for it's something. Got an Amazon show. That show is coming out. That show is coming out quick. And the landscape. I wonder what's gonna happen. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. Like, what? What is the? There's no way it reaches Game of Thrones heights, right? I don't no know. Way. That that happened. it depends on. It happened already. You know what I mean? Like, it happened already. So another medieval show is not going to happen. I know right what now. you mean. It's too soon. It's like another zombie show couldn't hit. Yeah, a zombie show couldn't just take over right now because The Walking Dead was ten years ago and still is current, and it's too. It's too still in the zeitgeist. Even though, like, there's a million other fantasy medieval shows, but Game of Thrones reached. Reached levels that were unheard of. I don't think we'll ever see a show kind of reach that Game of Thrones like peak ever again. The market is so saturated now. It is so saturated. You know how many things are on TV all the time that are like giant event things? We've got <clears throat> like all the time. All the time. There's like a million things to watch. I can't like I was like I, I hadn't even finished watching the WandaVision. And then they're like the captain and the winner, the winter soldier and the Falcon America's like <laughs> And I'm like, what's What's going on? I can't keep up with any of this. Yeah, they're banging them like, out so quickly. Yeah, there's no way you can keep up to with with everything that's going on. You're <clears throat> that's and that those are just two shows, big shows. But those two two shows, we got Mandalorian, we've got The Boys, we've got uh, fucking uh, whatever Netflix is pumping out. I guess The Witcher. I think The Witcher is kind of their. I mean, I just fin- I I just finished watching two seasons of RuPaul airing simultaneously at the same time. We got American RuPaul, mm. we got UK <clears throat> RuPaul, <laughs> and it was hard for me to keep up with. And now UK's ended. I think American has 
Is America over? I think I think the U.S. one has uh, another week or two, and then I don't know what I'm going to do. Suffice to say, I don't think this sh- the show, even though it might be, it, it probably is going to be great. Like everything that I've seen for the Wheel of Time show, seems like it's going to be going to be great actually oh yeah everything i've seen for you too especially the just moraine opening around i mean yeah that's, at, the, at the time of this recording we've only seen great like stuff. little 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 clips uh by the time this airs i'm being serious it's the way the lost started too i think it's beautiful yeah <laughs> at this point i think they are probably going in a new direction away from the books and probably starting moraine just on a desert island by her, like completely deserted on an island. You're just by herself. That's just a plot of lost. She opens up maybe a dot. You're just, you're, well, do you just want Wheel of Time yeah, to be lost? It is. <laughs> I don't want it. I think it's happening. <laughs> I do want it, but I also think it's happening. Look, man, I get it. You just want you just want Lost to be back on the air. You want another couple seasons of Lost. I do. And and we, you know what? Let's get our fucking foot right in that door right now. <clears throat> this is on the internet. <laughs> This is on the fucking internet. All right? right? And we are here to bring Lost back. Slowly. We're here for a lot of other reasons, too. But we are staking the flag into Lost, mateys. Because that show needs to come back in some way. You you really... It needs to be, it needs to be reinvigorated. It needs to be spiced up. It needs to be... It, you know, when you, like, you cook something... You cook like a bean casserole, and you leave it in the fridge for a couple of days, and you eat it, and you say, hmm, this is pretty good, but it's not as good as it could be. Maybe we could revisit it. Maybe we could reboot <laughs> it. Maybe we could rebuild it. And you spice it. You add in some zip, zap, zim, zim, You take zim, out pieces of that. It all you up. take pieces of that old meal, and you throw it into the new meal. Yeah, you pull out the Matthew Fox. You get that out of yeah, there. Yeah, you can't have you that put guy. put in a few other things, you know. Maybe add some Chiatol, whatever his name is. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. That's the guy that played Mr. Echo. Yep. Yeah, bring him back. Yep. You'll get uh, Hurley back. Uh, why not uh, Dominic Monaghan? I know he's dead, but... Oh, sorry. Spoilers. Sorry. <laughs> but why not? They can just change anything. They can be like, well, he's dead, but he's not. He's a, you know, he's a ghost judge. There's, he's, the, he's the ghost judge of the court on the island. Being ghosts. Yeah, I know. That's it. So it's like, at the very least, it needs a fucking comic book or something. I'm with you. I'm here. Doesn't need. He- what it doesn't need is another video game. Oh. I don't know if you ever played that one. I saw. I saw videos of it, it and it looked like rough. garbage. Looked like a garbage poo game. It's rough. I played it, and it, it. The crazy thing is that they were signed on for two or three. I think they were contracted to make two or three games. Who was the developer? All about a side character. Oh, it's probably a developer that doesn't exist anymore. Telltale or something like that. Was it point and click? Was it a point and click game? Telltale? Telltale? No, it was not like a repeat. I don't think it was reputable. It was not point and click. Mm. It was like third person. You'd run around the island and you'd figure things out. And you go up to John John Locke and you'd, you'd click at him and he'd be like, don't tell me what I can and can't do. And you'd be like, okay, let's see what else he has to say. <laughs> click on him and go. Don't tell me what I, I think can and can't something do. like Lost is prime for one of those point and click games that you would see that telltale point pushed push out, like the Walking Dead game. You know what I mean? Do you ever, do you ever play? Uh, do you ever play Mist? No, that sounds interesting. You don't even, talk, know, you don't even know what Mist talk is. Talk to me about Mist. What's Mist? What the fuck? Wow, you're very passionate about this. You don't know what Mist is? No. Everyone, I'm just gonna let all our listeners who don't know that Will also has a video game podcast. 
and he doesn't know what mist is. The so point of the, the first of all, give that podcast the, over to me. The point of that podcast is to discover old games I never pay, played before. But thank you for the content. Well, every episode you do should be about myth. Right now, we just did. We have just done Ocarina of Time because I never played it before. Th- sorry, everybody. That's also fucked up, isn't that? People, listen to that. That's a real statement that this guy said. All right. Isn't that fucked? We've already committed almost 10 minutes to whatever we're talking about now. Let's get into Wheel of Time. People are on their way to work, man. People are on their way to work. They want to get, they want to talk about Wheel of Time. Listen, listen. Lost, the video game was made by Ubisoft. So not a reputable company, you're right. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty good though. They made Assassin's Creed. Uh, Just a little, just a little game series you've, you, some of you might have heard. Just a little independent company. (laughs) Okay. Wheel of Time. Chapter one in the, uh, what's it called again? In the flame of Tarvalin? The flame of Tarvalin, not in the flame. The flame. All right. Of Tarvalin. So a little quick synopsis because there's not much going on in terms of plot here, but we start off the series with our hero Rand Althor and he's training with <laughs> our, our, uh, mentor, one of, one of the many dad and mom characters that Rand's going to meet. It's kind of like Paul Atreides in a way. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, isn't it? He does have a lot of dads. Yeah, a lot of dads. Moraine's wow. kind of a dad. Wow. You know? Moraine is kind of a dad. Loyal? Do you think Loyal's kind of a dad? Wow. Loyal's kind of a dad. You know? A little bit. Maybe a, maybe a big brother or maybe an uncle. A fun uncle. Yeah. Tom's a dad. Tom's a Tom's dad. Tom's a dad. To- or like an uncle. Uh, to the rest of the boys, he's just like a fun uncle. He's just like, let me just like... Give me some duct tape, (laughs) and I will show you guys how. And I will drink two bottles of whiskey, (laughs) and I will play the fucking solo to fucking. I will play all of Stairway to Heaven. I don't know what I'm saying. I I I I was picking up where you were dropping those those crumbs. I think what you're trying to say is that he's gonna down two bottles of whiskey, tie his hands up with duct tape. And still play Stairway to Heaven perfectly on a loop. Mm-hmm. There we go. <laughs> now you got to use editing to make it sound like I'm not as intoxicated as I yeah, am. Yeah, I can cut that part I, out. Too. I can hear those that drink clinking. Anyways, so Rand is training with Land, and while they're training, a wind blows in from the Blight. I guess the uh, the Mountains of Doom, not the Mountain of Doom, to be confused with the Lord of the Rings book. No, these are multiple Mountains of Doom. Doom spelt with an H. Yes, it's not Mount Doom. Yeah. Yes. Doom. Doom. That's very Skyrim, you know? Doom. Doom. Uh, wind comes blowing in from the mountains of Doom and pushes Rand, and he fucks up during his training, and Land's like, what's that? Why'd you make that mistake? Rand's like, it was the wind. And Land's like, no, it's not, you butthead. Back to training. And during this entire, con- during this entire wow. bit uh, between Land and Rand, we we get kind of a feel for what where's Rand's headspace at this moment. And right now, he kind of seems like a bit of a butthead. You know? He's not really making any Rand? Yeah, Rand. He's not making any He thinks he just saved the world. He's he's being a teenager, man. He's not really making any real decisions right he's at like this moment. 15, is, what is he, sixteen now, maybe? But he thinks he just saved the entire world from certain doom. Which he did, yeah. but he also didn't. Kind of did. He just he just won a battle. He didn't win the war. 
He thinks he won the war. Well, that first book is so set up in a way that if the series never got picked up by a publisher and the publisher said to Robert Jordan, like, do this 14 more times, uh, that first book could be just its own thing. That could have been like the bad guy at the very end. They win and it's over. But at the now that we're continuing on the story, I'm having my doubts of if that was Balsamon at all. Because there's also this whole thing with uh, the 14 seals of the Dark One that was like, we found one at the Eye of the World. The Forsaken. The Forsaken. Like, what, like I mentioned in the last chapter, what is stopping uh, like another Dark Friend or a wizard from playing the Balsamon part? And we haven't even seen Balsamon yet. I think I might have mentioned that same sort of uh, thesis in the Eye of the World season. What do you think, Steve? I don't know. I did think that I, I at first I did think that it was way too on the nose with Basilmon being like, "Hey, I'm Basilmon, I'm back. Here's the deal." Hey! But also, like, here's a party. I've got finger sandwiches. <laughs> uh, the bar's open. Everyone, just have a good time. So take off your mask. Put your, write your name in the mailing list. Six. Please don't forget to sign the guest six book feet, in the mailing six list. Six feet apart. Please, everybody, make sure you're wearing your mask. Yep. Yep. Sanitize. But I don't know. It's. I do think it's Basilmon. I do. Mm-hmm. Because if it's not Basilmon, and it's just some dummy, then how's he got the control on Bors? How's he making Bors, the man named Bors, how's he putting images in his head? He could just be a wizard. He could just wizard. be a wizard. He could be just a, just an evil Aes Sedai person. But I don't think he is. But he would still be a wizard who would know enough of the, of about the Taveran mm. boys. And would know he he would have to know the details of Perrin's a wolf boy, and you know Matt's a trickster, and and Rand is a ha- is a handsome boy. <laughs> so I don't know. It's uh there there are the details there that they would also need to know the story of the 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 dragon reborn and through the ages mm-hmm. and not that that's impossible, but it does sort of seem like this is Basil. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, continuing on with this chapter, uh, there's some inner talk. There's some like thoughts that Rand's having. He's, I think, he's just kind of having doubt doubts about what his role is going to be, even though he's training with uh, Lan. Uh, and Lan even questions him. He's like, "Why? Why have you stayed here? You know, it's been a month since we've done that whole battle. Why don't you just move on to with your training? Going to, uh, I think he's supposed to go to Tarvalin with uh, with everybody." To kind of get the the old, yeah. or Matt Matt's supposed to go to Tarval and to get the old taint out of him from that day, from that dagger. The old. Taint. But apparently Moraine is uh, apparently Moraine was gone for however long, and she just showed up without Rand's knowledge, and that's why Rand was also kind of being about. He was like, "I'm waiting for Moraine. Moraine's not teaching me anything. Like I don't know exactly what to do at this point." And Land's like, "She's here. She's just over, yeah. She's reading a book over there." You can go talk to her. No, she's been here the whole time. <laughs> yeah, no, she's right there. And she's just like, hello. <laughs> she's just sitting there on a little land chair. One thing I do want to uh want drinking a little daiquiri. Want to talk about is I'm actually kind of disappointed because this kind of ruins a whole mess of jokes that I've had written before we even written the, start reading this book. We get some context of why that sword is so important to everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a what is it? It's a sword master. It's, it's there's a possibility that it might be an Aes Sedai 
sword. Uh, Heron Mark swords, I think, are made by a very specific type of, like, smith. You know what I mean? Doesn't the Heron Mark mean you're a sword? You're a swords master. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The Heron Mark means that you're a sword master, and it's only given out to like only so many people, like a very, very, very small amount and, of people. And his specific one shows evidence of that actually being forged by Isida. Yeah. And which brings up these questions of like, how did Tam have it? Yeah, that's exactly what Rand's thinking. He's like, I don't know how my my fake dad got it my fake dad real dad uh so what does this mean but he used to think that his fake dad that tam was his real dad exactly there's right? a whole thing until the events in the eye there's of the a world. whole thing that tam isn't talking to that hasn't ta- told rand yet i don't know if we're gonna get that in this book unless they're like going to we are and then tam's gonna die that's one of my predictions oh tam might also be the man named Bors. Oh, I think Boris is either Tom or Tam. Wow, or Tim Tam or Tom Tam. Those Tim are some Tom. bold statements, Steve. Those are some bold statements. I'm a bold man. I'm impressed. I'm a bold man, and I like to. And I like. I don't know. Finish that sentence. Finish it. Finish that fucking sentence. <laughs> no. no, no, I won't. Anyways, yeah, Lan is like, well, yeah, Moraine's here, and Rand's like, what in the fuck? And then he gets all f- more flustered about it. And just as kind of their conversation is wrapping up, they hear some horns in the distance. They go check it out. And it's a bunch of Aes Sedai from, I think it's f- from Tarvalon. Tarvalon. You know what I mean? Hey, we're, uh, hey, we're Aes Sedai. We, uh, we made it. They're like, great. Glad, glad you guys glad you guys hate i i feel like ran is uh ran doesn't here's the thing about ran lay it on us i don't think he's appreciative of the amount of work that the Aes Sedai have put put into him to make sure that he's taken care of that he's well, trained he's definitely not yeah he's definitely not i think we have forgotten how much you know it's been a while i think but i think we have both forgotten just how much uh matt especially but rand to a lesser extent are big old buttholes <laughs> and you know kind of suck you know i think out of all three of them perrin's my favorite you know matt uh, the, perrin uh, is my favorite it's a shame he's gonna die in this book. <laughs> yeah. uh it is too bad Speaking speaking of which, I have some good news out from our friends in Wisconsin. Oh, the cheeseheads. The cheeseheads. They Spe- probably- speaking of wolves. So, what we got going on here? This is our Wisconsin Wisconsin, minute. Our Wisconsin minute. Maybe I should put some music behind here. You know, Absolutely, do- you should. Find the most Wisconsin song you could. <laughs> All right, so out of the Green Bay Press Gazette, tribal officials hopeful new Secretary of the Interior Deb Haaland Haaland can end wolf hunting season in Wisconsin. Perrin, you got you got a place to move to, buddy. When you retire, when this book series is over. You, oh, yeah, that is safe for Perrin. That is Perrin. real safe for Perrin. That's good news. And Elias and the whole gang. Okay. I think, 
Wow. Think uh think about the uh think about the the quality of life there's going to be for uh a wolf boy mm-hmm. who loves cheese. You know? Top notch. Yeah, top notch. It's going to be good. Wisconsin, living. man. That's where it's at. Hey, uh, hey everybody listening to that listening in Wisconsin, you guys are doing something right. I'll give you guys that. Hello, Wisconsin. Hello, Wisconsin. Um, so we got the Aes Sedai showing up. What do, the, what do you think this crew of Aes Sedai is going to mean for our characters in the, the next chapters uh, going forward? Cause the, yeah, because it sort of leaves off here. It leaves right? off here. I yeah. I think they're up to no good. I think they're here, they're here to bring the hammer down in some capacity. I think. You know how uh, Boars was hanging out in that in that uh crew of people and they found a couple of Aes Sedai looking at their jewelry, the little rings on their finger. I think we got I think mm-hmm. we might have one or two Aes Sedai in this crew feeding messages. I think I think one of these Aes Sedai is gonna wow. break out Patton. Patton Fane. Because Patton Fane is is locked up here, mm-hmm. right? Am I am I correct in that assumption? It's been a while since I read the last I one. have no idea, but I do agree that Patton Fane is coming back into play soon. Also, with that being what you just noted, <clears throat> it mentions the what is it? The red azure mm-hmm. hate when men they hate men, or they hate when men use the one power. I think they is that I what they was? all do. I don't think anybody's for it, but like I think the red azure is more not for it than other other azures. I think these Aes Sedai are showing up to take Rand to task mm. for his channeling of the one power. And everything that he did that he thinks he is hot top shit for, I think that they are coming to be like, you actually are going to the fucking magic jail. <laughs> Azkaban. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I'm down with that. that do. And if that happens, I get a point. That is a uh that is a that is a good point. Um I think I want to wait till the end of the week though, at the end of our first week, to let's solidify our predictions and then as they as they have sure but i'm saying if that happens in the next chapter i get a okay point. all right done gentlemen's agreement I, i'm okay with is, that this is set in stone this is not even a fucking gentleman's agreement this is set in stone this is said you don't want to you don't want to be in a gentleman's agreement i've always wanted to be this is on the internet i ain't a gentleman <laughs> you were with me i'm aggressive <laughs> I'm an aggressive lover. I'm gonna. Oh man, I don't know. We've crossed. Oh, here we go. Here we. Hey. uh, Well, no, I was. I was thinking. (laughs) You know, you haven't talked about poop for a couple of episodes. Wait, what's your? your, (laughs) And I won't. No, no, I will not bite. Okay. Will not bite. It is uncalled for, and there is nothing that is called for it yet. We will wait until something calls for it. All right. And brings it to light. Uh, as for my my last little comments i think i'm i think i'm with you i think they're these i said hi might be coming to slap brand on the wrist probably even moraine as well you know like what the fuck were you thinking uh yes probably probably everyone yeah yeah i hope they turn land into a trollic <laughs> like a fun one <laughs> what if he's uh what if the guys that's on the cover is actually land and he's been to- turned into an ogier I mean, I guess the guy on the cover could be like it doesn't necessarily have to be loyal because really, it just looks like a human with weird little ears. That's not what I pictured loyal as. No, for me, loyal looked more like Chewbacca. 
You know, like way more like Chewbacca. covered in hair. This I don't know. I don't even like. I don't like the looks of this. But <laughs> but he is holding books. That checks out for loyal. I don't know. Where is loyal right now? Where do you I don't think know. he? Do you think he's just? I have no fucking hanging idea. Hanging out in the forest oh. and uh, reading some books. Where's loyal? He's probably just like yeah, like playing hacky sack in the woods. Oh, he love hacky sack. He's a total hacky sack player. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, he's probably trying to. He's probably trying to squeeze in a fish concert. <laughs> Well, uh, in between things, trying to track down where they are, go hang out for a couple weeks. He's got his tie-dye pants ready to go. He never leaves home without them. He's like, you guys never know when a fish concert is going to play out. Smart. Tie-dye pants. That was That's an interesting choice to go to. Wow. Well, you know what else is interesting? What? The next <laughs> chapter of this book. <laughs> and we got to say thank you as always for listening and we will see you back here tomorrow for chapter two of the great hunt At this point in the show, I want to show our support for our Gouda Big Cheese Daddy for taking part in our Patreon. Yes, our Patreon executive producer tier. If you would like to become a Gouda Grandmaster, head on over to the Patreon. You can find it in our uh, episode notes in the description and join the ranks of the elite.